Welcome to the Daily Cron for Monday, February 4th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and today I want to talk a little bit about the new Netflix show Russian Doll that uh, I watched over the weekend. Uh, it is kind of like um, <clears throat> the classic Bill Murray uh, Groundhog Day meets like Donnie Darko. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that, but uh, since I love both of those movies, they both came to mind as I was watching this. And if you've seen the trailer for this movie, uh, you already know why that might be the case. It's, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, it's not a movie, actually. It's a series. And it's about a woman named Nadia who is continuously reliving her 36th birthday party. She's trapped in a time loop and doesn't know how to get out of it. And, and the time loop keeps repeating uh, every time she dies. And she dies in different ways each time through the loop. Uh, and then things happen in the show that make it uh, very interesting and end up going in a direction that maybe was a little unexpected. I'm going to try not to spoil it, um, so I'm only going to talk about things that I, I saw in the trailer, if I can, if I can help it. But this, this is definitely a show that was worth the, the monthly cost for Netflix for me. Uh, because it's, it's not just a cool, high-concept uh, show. And it's not just funny, and it is really funny. It's also dark and and deals with a lot of uh, themes about trauma and how it can shape us and how decisions can have consequences, I think, and also about kind of like broken people trying to, you know, find a way to like maybe fix each other. There's a lot of ways you can kind of interpret the details, and I'm trying to be a little bit vague here, but... <clears throat> the thing that I really liked about the show was the, I guess, number one, I'm a big fan of high-concept shows like this, so the whole time loop thing got me hooked from the beginning. But that only works if you have well, well-written well script uh, or, you know, and cinematography, art direction, and acting. And it has all of those things. Uh, and uh, Nadia is played by Natasha Lyonne, and she's just, she's brilliant in this. Really is. Her character is snarky and a little bit mean, but not like a bad person. She's kind of damaged. She has um, issues that she's dealing with that have been a part of her life um, related to her mom. And her 36th birthday party is particularly poignant because of those issues. So she's already in kind of a heightened emotional state. And the, the show begins with her kind of leaving the bathroom, going to her party, and the first loop happens when she's killed. And that's not a spoiler, because that's the whole show. And then she wakes up back in the bathroom again, like the beginning of the show. And then from, from there on, especially the first half of the series, it's mostly just her going through these loops and kind of increasingly losing her mind a little bit or thinking she might be losing her mind. And it's, it's dark, but very funny, because she just keeps dying. And she's trying to figure out what's going on, <clears throat> and uh, and you know, as she goes down various uh, avenues to try to discover what's happening that aren't really very fruitful. She keeps, but it's it's interesting because the character is smart, and the character is she's trying to figure it out. She's she's kind of at first, you know, she gets over the shock of what's happening, and then starts trying to figure out what is happening and how to get out of it. So. That's very interesting. And then it takes a, kind of a dramatic turn midway through when another character is introduced, which if you've seen the trailer, 
you'll see it's the there's a guy in an elevator who says that you know uh he dies all the time too and then from that point on the 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 show kind of has two viewpoint characters has has her Nadia and it also has Alan who's the guy in the elevator and then it becomes more about the mystery of not only why are they in this why is there this loop going on but how are they maybe connected and like what is the meaning of all of this so the show reminds me obviously of Donnie Darko because of the high concept aspects of it the kind of the dark mood and how every episode kind of has this like feeling of kind of like the feeling I also got in the early days of Lost where it was there's the mystery it was slowly unraveling things will happen if you're paying attention in the show you'll you'll notice them and even if you're not the show kind of brings attention to certain certain things that are happening as the episodes go on that hint at something greater going on in the background and that uh and then the those background that background information becomes much more important in the the last arc of the show so that's why it kind of reminds me of Donnie Darko in that respect. <clears throat> but unlike Donnie Darko, the show doesn't go out of its way to explain the, the mechanics at all. It doesn't have, like, at least one of the versions of Donnie Darko has actual explanations of what's going on. It, uh, it's done via quotes from the Philosophy of Time Travel book that uh, Donnie's, I think, science teacher gives at one point. I'm not sure if that's in the theatrical release at all, but the quotes are there in the, and definitely one of the one of the versions, but in this, they don't do that. There's no one trying to explain how this is happening or anything like that. <clears throat> it's kind of like Groundhog Day in that way, in that respect, and that in Groundhog Day, it just starts happening. The loop just starts happening, and there's no reason given for it. There's no one ever comes out of, you know, comes out of the woodwork and says, I am causing this or something. And the same thing here, because that's not really important. The The loop is just a means to an end, a means to explore this, uh, especially Nadia, the character's background and psyche, her friends, her her life, uh, decisions, and things that that she's made, things that have happened, and and ultimately various kind of avenues as as she goes down various paths, trying to kind of like fix her life. I would think almost that's how I interpret it. So she kind of does. She has different choices that she can make as the show goes on and she's going through these loops and it, the show actually shows her kind of going down different paths and then the loop will show it'll reset and she'll decide to do something different the next time. And it, it shows how her life could be. And that's kind of interesting. I mean, it doesn't go all the way until like saying, Oh, this is how her life will be like 20 years now, but it does show different paths. You know, she could, she can, um, she can kind of go back to the past with a with like a former former lover. She could go forward with like a new person, like a one night stand kind of deal. She could um well, I don't want to spoil too much, but she she could do other things. And it's uh, it, it's a really fun, darkly, darkly kind of humorous examination of a somewhat broken character. And then when you bring Alan in, Alan's character is kind of like her polar opposite in a lot of ways which is which is cool that they they have this other pov character for a while that is is very much very very different from her but also is broken in his own way and they both have to figure out how to face whatever it is i guess it's holding them back from 
from really moving forward in their lives. And uh, and it actually has a very, uh, you know, has an, an ending that maybe you wouldn't suspect it has. And I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it because I thought the ending was actually really good, a very interesting kind of thing, very interesting kind of ending. I like shows. <clears throat> I like shows like this. This show is actually very very bingeable. It only it's like eight eight episodes long, and they're about half an hour each, so it's not going to take you a week to get through them. They're very fast paced. The music in this is just phenomenal. It's uh, like pitch perfect. The song choices they make. And as the series goes on and the stakes get higher, uh, you just kind of are, you feel compelled to keep watching it. And that's the the best kind of a bingeable Netflix series. It's kind of the promise of Netflix that they, it's a promise they keep trying to make when they, they release these quote unquote original series. This one actually lives up to the hype, I think. Uh, it's just a wonderful character piece, wonderful high concept kind of science fiction-y piece. Um, it delves into some relationship drama, some psycho- psychological drama. Um, it, it has a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like, a lot of uh, not-so-great ways to die that are really played for dark humor. So if those kinds of, of attributes are things you like, then you're going to like this movie a lot. And then if you have never seen Donnie Darko or Groundhog Day, you should also watch them. Uh, I don't know exactly where you can find them. I don't think they're on Netflix, but I did link to the IMDb pages so you can look at you know what they're about and then find a version of them somewhere because they're also excellent, excellent movies. Uh, so I don't, I'm not going to belabor this. Go out and watch Russian Doll. Like watch the first couple episodes, and I think you'll probably be hooked by it like I was. Just... It'll either be the concept, or it'll be the acting, or it'll be the the dark humor. It'll be something. There's just there's something in this show for everyone, I think. And it uh, it was just a real blast to watch. It made me feel like my eleven dollars, whatever per month, was <laughs> well worth it for net for the Netflix subscription. Uh, and I definitely I don't really do a star rating for these things, but I don't know. Let's give it like. Let's give it five stars. We'll go with the App Store rating system. Five stars. <laughs> or a um, thumbs up in the Netflix parlance. Definitely worth worth watching. Uh, so if you've seen this movie and you want to let me know uh, what you thought about it, you can find me on Twitter at Stolton. You can find me on Instagram. You'd like send me a photo of your of you giving a thumbs up or thumbs down for the video. I don't know. I don't know how you actually talk to people on Instagram, really. It's mostly about the photos. Uh, you can also go to their website, dailycrimepodcast.com, and find the contact form and links to my social media, the podcast social media, all the social medias, all over the interwebs. So easy to find me, easy to get in touch with me if you want. And tell me what you thought of Russian Doll. And if you have a recommendation for any other shows that are like this or movies that are like this, like hit me up because this was right in my wheelhouse of uh, high concept, good character driven. Uh, dramatic dark comedy stuff that I love. So uh, that's it for Monday's podcast. Pretty light, pretty airy, not really anything super important to talk about today. Uh, but I figured we'll start the week with something, something kind of fun. And I guess then I'll leave you with that and I will see you next time. <laughs>